2: righty, welcome back to episode
3: 149
2: of Two Drunk Brothers in a Podcast, presented by the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. We are going to talk. To some, we're there going to recap guys. Super Wild Card Weekend. We super are boring. Super boring Wild Card Weekend. We're going to have a special guest on today's show. If you guys will like that? We're going to bring him on. Talk about all things sports gambling. He's going to have some cool insight for you. Um, into some stuff that we don't always talk about, but it's pretty interesting. And also talk about obviously divin- uh, NFL divisional weekend uh, bets. And we're going to talk about uh, that. And then after that, we're going to talk about UFC 270. Not the biggest and best card, but we still think there's money to be had there. So let's kick it off. NFL Super Wild card weekend. Uh, best game of the weekend to me, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, was. Uh, Cowboys Niners, I or Bengals Raiders. I like that game too, but outside of that, I mean, I mean those were
4: the only two games that were, could even be looked at as being the best. Um, Raiders Bengals was interesting because it shouldn't have been close. The Bengals should have won by 20 points. Yeah, they could score in the red zone, um, which might hurt them this upcoming weekend. Not really much to say about that game other than the fact that while it was a one score game coming down to the end, the Raiders did look like they did not belong in the playoffs.
2: They really did. Um I, I will say one thing about the Raiders. I gotta give up their coach. I think it's I can't say I can I can't say his last Rich name. Rich Bisakia. Bisakia. Shout out to him. I mean he took over a dumpster fire when Gruden got fired or resigned. We'll call it resigned in air quotes. He got fired. Um he 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 did a good job. I just Derek Carr is not going to win you Super Bowl. Um Never gonna they happen. need some.
4: They need some threats on offense outside of Josh Jacobs. They and had you know one, and works.
2: then they had one, and then he went and wrecked a car and killed dog and a dog and a lady. So, yeah,
4: it, he wasn't that great. I mean, yeah, he was a first round pick. I think he was the first wide receiver taken off the board last year, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is crazy enough to it. begin with. Yeah, uh, but I'm anyway, sure. he He never like flourished into a superstar like yeah he had some big moments but he was not he was never like the guy he wasn't like the jamar chase or jalen waddle uh of the team
2: well mike mayock the raiders gm got fired because of that because not only did he mess up and take henry ruggs first when he had all those other players on the board he also messed up that one draft and took clellan farrell ahead of number three right and we and christian wilkins fell to our lap and look how big of a stud christian wilkins is they put on the same team and he, he took the wrong Clemson tackle. They took they took yeah. the wrong guy. So, uh, uh, yeah. so he he was Beng- fired. Go ahead. Uh, I'll say Bengals Bengals Raiders was fun, especially at the end. But what a Derek Carr throw that was! I mean, you had a chance to tie it up. I had the over. I also had the Bengals minus five and a half. I'm like, okay, I was I was doing gambling math at the end. I'm okay, if he's if we if the Raiders score a touchdown here, tie it up. The over hits, and then we can go to overtime. And the Bengals can still cover. That's kind of how Derek, I was thinking. And he, Derek Carr
4: is the next, like, coming of Phil Rivers. He's going to be the guy that puts up numbers. that is honestly pretty good, pretty good quarterback, but he's never going to be the guy to get you there. And this weekend just showed it. I mean, because don't get me wrong, he's solid. 310 yards and a loss, while only scoring 19 points. Like, that's about as Phil Rivers of a stat line you're going to get.
2: Yeah. I mean, absolutely. I mean, Phillip Rivers, that's a great analogy. Even same division, for fuck's sake. Um, Yeah. So that was a fun game. Uh, The Saturday night game, this was just a shit pumping amongst all shit pumpings. It wasn't exciting
4: to watch, but I feel like it was fun for 90% of the people to see.
2: It was fun for me. It was fun for me, okay? 90% of the people. I grew up. And we were Rams fans, and I've hated the Patriots ever since Super Bowl 36 when fucking Adam Benetari kicked the last-second field goal to beat the Rams in the Super Bowl. I've hated them since then. Then we became Dolphins fans, and I fucking hate him now. I hate Fat Jones. He's so overrated. It's not even funny.
4: And, I mean, it- I feel like this is really that one, like, this is the game to shut those little percentage of Patriots truthers up that like had like confidence in Mac Jones and like oh this Bill Belichick's Patriots in the playoffs like it shut them up and it's like okay they have a lot to work on now mm-hmm. cuz this is another team that honestly like yes they're 10 and 7 they've had some good games but didn't really belong in the playoffs
2: they were aided by their schedule it would be the same way if the dolphins would have made it we were we, everyone in the AFC East was aided by the schedule we got to play some dog shit teams um we got to play the entire what, what division was it that was asked that we had to play and the AFC South we had to play the entire AFC South we had to play the NFC South so I mean we got to play two pretty bad divisions that's like that's
4: like five out of eight teams who were horrible
2: yeah so I mean you were propped up by that um the bills did look good though Josh Allen's turning it on. I was worried about perfect them to the perfect game the first time ever though come on perfect game they did have the kneel down at the end so let's not call it completely perfect.
4: They had no turnovers, no punts, no field goals,
2: all touchdowns. Yeah, pretty perfect. That's
4: first time ever. And it first happened time in the ever.
2: playoffs. Elias Sports Bureau said that, first time ever. So happened in the yeah, so the playoffs. Um, with that being said, let's talk about this real quick. They expanded the playoffs to seven teams. I guess it was last year. was the first year they did this. Should they keep it? I like the extra games. I really do. But is it worth it?
4: I think so. Two te- two of six teams, do not deserve a bye. First of all, like yes, yes, this year showed like oh, you shouldn't have it. It's not always going to be like that. I mean, it really. I isn't. mean, this year is just like the football team
2: lopsided. played. Yeah, the football team played the Bucks really, really close last year, but they they weren't the, they weren't the seventh seed, but they were a team that didn't belong in the playoffs. They were a seven win team that won their division, so. I, I like the seven teams. I wouldn't even mind expanding to eight because I look at a lot of teams that kind of got screwed over this year. Because um, NFL
4: is not like college football. Like literally in the NFL, I mean, it's any given Sunday. I mean, look, last week or week 18, the Colts had to beat the Jaguars to get in the playoffs, and they lost to the two-win Jaguars. You mean, yeah. A seven a seven seed can beat a two seed, and it will happen within the next two years.
2: Yeah, I'm actually curious. And they, and they
4: won't do away with it because money.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. It's money. You're swimming to money. I do agree that two teams should not get a buy. Like, you need to be the best team to get a bye week. And congrats to the Titans and the Packers. Shit, the Titans they... don't even deserve a buy. No, they <laughs> really don't. No one in the AFC really deserves a buy. The Packers were the only team, in my opinion, that actually deserved one. Um, So those were the games on Saturday. I d- what I do think they should do away with, I didn't like them stretching it out over three days. I didn't like the Monday night game. I don't like the I... Monday night game. I liked I liked the three games on Saturday. I liked the three games on Sunday. I didn't like two games how... on Saturday. What I know, but two before like be, before they moved oh. it to Monday, there were three on Saturday, three on Sunday. I I I thought I was gonna like it. I didn't like it in theory because when they had the three games on Saturday, there was overlapping times. I could go back to having my two TVs on and like okay. game well, They over wouldn't here, have over had here.
4: three games on Saturday if they didn't have set. Oh, you mean last year? God damn! Would you listen to me? <laughs> Well, I'm I'm trying to think because other than last year, there wouldn't have been six games in the first round.
2: No, there wasn't. The last year was the first year they did it. Oh, okay. So, they, so you're just refreshing. Okay. Yeah, they had three games on Saturday, three games on Sunday last year, and I like that. I like that that method. Um, hell, I would I wouldn't even mind you put them all on Sunday, but they won't because of like you said, money. Um, yeah, they definitely need to get get, get do do at the Monday night game. I didn't like that, and it also kind of puts the Rams at a disadvantage amongst over everybody else. Right now, yeah, go in the
4: playoffs nonetheless. Yeah. Like, I just didn't like I I had no interest in like sitting down for Monday night football in the playoffs. Like, I wanted to sit my lazy ass on the couch and watch football all weekend long. And then one day, like, I wasn't into it anymore
2: because how and now we're robbed. Now we're robbed because we're, we're back to two games each day. We got two on Saturday, two on Sunday. Um, before we talk about this weekend's games with Trell, um, let's talk about Sunday's games. You had the noon game which was a shit pumping. I don't know what convinced me to bet the Eagles plus eight and a half or whatever I did. That stat that the underdogs were 15 and three against the spread over the last four didn't years. Work this weekend went to complete shit. One under one underdog covered one. It was the Niners. That's it. Uh, yeah, this team, It wasn't fun. Eagles didn't belong there. They, they, they did not belong there. Just like the Steelers didn't belong there. Like Travis said, this was two years where the 17s didn't belong if any other team besides the Steelers makes that seven seed in the AFC, I think that game against the Chiefs is a competitive game. Imagine the Chargers in that game or, hell, even the Raiders. I think they would have made it more more competitive. I mean, it's just as
4: effective, and we talked about it last week, like leading into it, the Steelers had to play an, an insane game on defense to make it close. And, yeah, they did in the first quarter, and they looked good, and they were up 7 nothing, but – you can only sustain that for so long with your offense going
2: five plays at most a drive
4: because that's what yeah. they're doing. their offense is so
2: atrocious. it's disgusting absolutely. i don't I don't disagree so um yeah, but that that Eagles game was ugly. It, it was never close. I actually quit watching it halfway through and did a kind of workout in and then I came back to watch what my opinion was the the best game of the day um because we had some contract well, we had it, it, the two best games of the weekend, we had two controversial call, two controversial ref blunders, I guess you could say. The Bengals Raiders game where they blew the whistle they shouldn't have. Uh, just take the fucking thing out of your mouth. Like, First of all,
4: that yeah, I mean that did nothing. There's nobody around. Uh, it was it Tyler Boyd? When they, they blew it as the ball
2: was in, as the ball was almost to the receiver,
4: it was flying in his hands. It did nothing. He wasn't out of bounds. If they could have called that back,
2: that would have been a travesty to the game.
4: Moving on to the 49ers-Cowboys game, which we're really only going to talk about one situation. Uh, one, the Cowboys did shit, their, shit the bed, yes. So let's talk about this last drive. Everyone I, And I can see it from both sides, and I'm not a Cowboys fan. Yes, I did bet the Cowboys. I don't give a flying shit because they weren't going to cover anyway. But that last play call with 14 seconds left, and, in theory, in my opinion, is not the worst play call ever because they were playing sideline defense. Like you're going to get the same amount of yards. If the ref was in his position and did what he was supposed to do, they could have clocked it with a second or two left. Now I'm not saying the Cowboys would have won or scored, but there should have been a second or two left. And I think everyone can agree with that. Quit blaming it on their play call.
2: I... Agree and disagree because the play call was terrible. You don't slide down in bounds when you have when there's time when the when the game's on the line. But Sorry. the
4: referee shouldn't be out of even camera view.
2: Like out First of all, the we, aerial camera view. We shouldn't even have to have – like I understand. I, I talk about this all time. We shouldn't have to have referees. Like in that point in the game, I think there should be some special rule to – why does the ref have to touch the ball? That's odd. Now, as a quarterback, you should know these rules and you should have moved out of the way and should told you linemen move out of the way okay and i get that the linemen block think him. about like, it he like completely blocked him
4: think about it he slid down everyone's gathering in the line where the fuck's the ref they can't find him because he's 25 yards down the field
2: he ran slow
4: like what are you was, gonna it was, do
2: it was a, it was a funny joke we have we have a group chat with one of our fantasy football leagues and uh travis uh erby made joke our friend josh erby made a joke he was like uh the ref was trying to clock us 40 time, and Travis like, Oh, well, if you want to it know it's seven plus seconds. That's all. <laughs> Dude. I mean, it is, it's so bad. Like he was at the
4: 50 and they slid down to 25. All the refs are moving. And this guy's the last one there. The guy that's gotta, that has gotta spot the ball and touch it for the play to go on is the farthest away. That just makes no sense to me. Like it makes I no mean, sense. It's- he did a horrible job Yeah, Even with the offensive line getting in the way, there still should have been a second left because of how far away from the ball he
2: was i'm sick of these old fucks playing like playing ref like wh- what do i have to do to go be an nfl ref i would love that job i'd love that job i'm in shape i'm young i'm 30 young i'm 30 uh but i mean like i'm in a lot better shape than a 57 year old man who can't run a fucking 7 second 25 yard dash i mean
4: it's it's obviously getting bad cuz jerome boger
2: uh
4: i don't know they got if fucking crew they got can to him.
2: i they guess got, know, the, the whole crew, whole crew. yeah
4: whole crew can't officiate another playoff game this year. Like that's pathetic. If you have to do that with your quote unquote,
2: best officials that you have. Yeah, it's bad. I mean, uh, that was interesting. Uh, The 49ers deserve to win that game though. They got to win the
4: game, but to say, and I'm not going to say that the Cowboys would have won the game. So it's a 22 yard play. They had to run, but they should have had another play call at the, or play at the end. And that's that is what it is. That's all I'm going to talk
2: about. I don't disagree with you. I do not disagree with you. I think they should have had a, a shot at the end zone, but don't let it come down to that. Um, the Niners honestly should have won that game. They're like the Bengals, they should have won the game by a lot more than what they actually did. That's every game,
4: They some kind of like a two score lead.
2: They they try to play it safe. They're the night game, obviously, we know the Steelers, yeah, we talked about bumped, that a little bit, ship up by the Chiefs, and then the Cardinals last night, absolutely embarrassing. I you can blame that game on Kyler Murray. Cliff Kingsbury had a terrible, terrible game plan for that. Absolutely terrible. Awful. I don't, I, every, yes, everyone played bad, but I just got to blame that game on Kyler Murray because he's he's bad. I said Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury. Cliff Kingsbury, okay. So, okay, if you're Cardinals or uh, Dallas front office, are Cliff Kingsbury or Mike McCarthy on the hot seat? Because really you take you take the Cowboys out of a shitty NFC East division what did they really do this year? What did they do? Nothing. I mean, they
4: they've completely I don't know if it's them or just like what they've done, but Ezekiel Elliott was the top five back in the NFL and he's like almost non existent anymore. Uh they're just like very they're a good team on paper, but they're a very average team on the field.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean it's just you got to look at it. Mike McCarthy, he's been there for two years and he hasn't really done much. And you're a Super Bowl winning coach. You got brought there with the roster they have. Jerry Jones even said, with the roster we have, we cannot be losing games like this. And I don't disagree with hey, him. I would not. I would have Jerry surprises. Jones
4: can talk all the shit he wants. He approved the plans for that god-awful stadium where oh my they almost god screwed themselves in the, like how are you gonna have the sun shining directly in your receivers faces when they're trying to catch
2: cedric it? wilson literally there's a big third down in the game i can't remember what what quarter it was but there's a big third down in the game cedric wilson was wide open he ran his route and decked through him the ball and he couldn't fucking see it like he literally you, like,
4: like had no idea where it was at yeah how do you not put us like tinted windows on that
2: which playing baseball, like we play baseball, I get that. Like that's that, the sun is a, oh, a son of a bitch. You're not going to see yeah. that,
4: especially because a, a ball coming at you from 15 yards away going yeah. as fast as it is. No. And then the whole scoreboard debacle with the punt. If you can punt the ball and hit the score, the video board, you should probably have to change that.
2: Yeah. That's a, that's, that's a billion dollar nightmare right there for Jerry Jones. And then <laughs> Cliff Kingsbury, I'm sorry. They're terrible. Uh, they, a stat was floating around on social media after they after they lost that he went thirteen and nineteen at Texas Tech with with Patrick Mahomes as his quarterback.
4: I was gonna say he, they were five and seven one year with Patrick Mahomes. I believe it was a senior year, the year before he went to the NFL.
2: Yeah, and they're like, "Well, their defense is bad. You're the head coach. That's your job to make sure defense is good." The Chiefs'
4: defense has been awful these last few yeah.
2: years, and they've went to the Super
4: Bowl.
3: You really can sell to anyone from anywhere.
1: This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors.
2: Yeah. So, What does that say about you? Well, Cliff Kingsbury like their defense wasn't playing bad. It's just the offense was that was that terrible. The defense actually probably kept them in the game for longer than they should have.
4: It's the same it's the same thing with the Steelers like at some point like your 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 defense is only going to be able to play good for about eh, 20 25 minutes of football. So like quarter and a half if your offense
2: can't sustain a 3 minute long drive. That's just what's yeah. going to happen. And Travis did tweet out from the podcast count that Kyler Murray's a bottom 10 quarterback. That might be bit, that might be a bit of a stretch. He's definitely the I don't bottom know. half. Bottom 10s, dude, there's some bad quarterbacks. you want to go through and list all starting quarterbacks from all 32 teams and think he's bottom 10? I don't think so.
4: I think he's close. After that performance, he might be. We'll see next year. I, I Hot take next year. Mark it down. Put it in the notes app. Kyler Murray will be a bottom 10 quarterback.
2: Man, there's some bad. Jared Goff. Justin Fields, okay,
4: bottom ten quarterback. Taysom Hill, he'll he'll definitely be the worst quarterback for a good team.
2: Chase Heineke, T- Taylor,
4: Taylor Heineke, Heineke. Taylor,
2: Taylor Heineke, <laughs> Taylor Heineke, Daniel Jones, Zach Wilson. But what I'm, saying, you know what I'm saying, you, I'm saying, you, for, for
4: a good team for a team that's good. He's horrible. For a team,
2: for a team that started seven and zero and then finished year, what they finish year, uh, fucking four and four eight. and eight, yeah, it's not so. great. Yeah, four and eight, not great. Um, he is. Uh, I knew you. I I knew he wasn't going to make it. He's, he's too. He's too small. Uh, he's too gadgety. And you take—he was really propped up by DeAndre Hopkins over the last like year and a half. And then when he oh, lost, shit, him,
4: he looked gadgety last night. He looked like he freaking put stickum on the bottom of his cleats because he wouldn't get out of the damn pocket.
2: He I sat in the
4: pocket forever.
2: forever. And he's Ever. so fast. He's so fast. Run, run.
4: It's not like their offensive line wasn't doing a good job because it was. Yeah. You have if you have two to three seconds on a drop back, that's all you need. Which he had every time, and then he would just wait and wait and wait, and he'd wait too long. And they would show it on the replay that he had receivers open. He just wouldn't get rid of the ball. He had the yips.
2: Yep, he did. He did. He he brought his baseball shit over to football. It was just bad weekend of football outside of the Raiders, uh, Bengals, and uh, Niners Cowboys game. Uh, well, let's get into this weekend. We got a guest coming on for you guys right now against Trell Jones. You can follow him on Twitter. We'll talk all with him about NFL divisional weekend. So, uh, stay tuned for that, and we'll catch you on the flip side. All right, guys, we teased on the top of the show, got a special guest. Second one of the new year, we got Trell Jones at Trell J Sports on Twitter. What's going on, my
5: man? What's up, man? How are you guys doing today? Doing all, uh, right. Doing
2: all right, doing all right, can't complain, haven't lost too much money yet. Just that's kidding. amazing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, like I said, we're gonna we, we brought on Trell to talk, uh, NFL divisional, divisional weekend, so some bets on that. Before we dive into that, Trell, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, where you're from all that good stuff. And really the, the key question, how did you get into sports
5: gambling? Um I'm, I'm from good old Indiana where there's nothing here. Um, you know, <laughs> we don't even have a professional baseball team. So there's that. So uh, I'm from Indiana. Uh, I, I got into sports betting like a few years ago. Um, it was just me and some friends. I, I'd never really heard of it or well, I knew it existed, but I'm like, I had to go to a casino and everything like that. So we're just sitting there or watching some basketball and they're talking about uh, betting NBA first baskets. I'm like, so if I put 20, because I didn't know what odds meant or anything like that. So I'm like, so if I put $10 of my own money on this, they're going to give me $5 if this hits or if that hits. Or if I put $10 on plus 1,000 first basket, um, this is what I'm going to make off that. And so that's exactly how I like got into it. So then I started like diving deeper, like later on, like, yo, I could, I watch sports all day. I can really guess who wins these games. And that's what I thought at first. And then I'm looking at, <laughs> oh yeah, so can these guys. That's why, that's why I don't make much money off just picking a winner.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So that's, yeah, that's pretty
5: much how I got started, and I've been rolling ever since. And I just started getting on social media with it not even a year ago, maybe started in about July 2021.
4: Awesome. Yeah, man. we we noticed you. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, not really sure how it happened, but stumbled across it. Follow each other, and here we are. Uh, so, like, do you do you gamble? Obviously, probably don't gamble full time now. But like, what do you do day life, day to day?
5: I was in I nonsense. was in sales. I was doing like cell phone sales for the, for most of the time, but then I got into like content. I started getting on TikTok a lot more, started getting into content creation. So that's what I'm kind of doing full time. I'm trying to really get into it. Like with someone like permanent right now, it's just like different brands kind of like paying for like more of like promotions and things like that. But it's a good amount of money when you're promoting anything like sports betting. Cause honestly you go and use what they're providing. They're making good, good chunk of money off that. So right now it's mostly just content creation, like sports betting content,
2: that's it's awesome, dude! Hell yeah! I saw your your, your pen tweet on TikTok uh, or not TikTok? or your pen tweet on Twitter. It says, "I will make it in the sports betting industry one day." So, those those are goals, man. Uh, just just out of curiosity, how uh, how old are you? I am twenty three.
5: I will be twenty four oh, in like three weeks. Did you go to uh, school, you're a young buck? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm a little young. Yeah, I uh, I went to Indiana Tech right here. Well, I went to IU, so I went to Indiana University for like my first year of college transferred back to my city went to indiana tech uh graduated with a pre-law degree i didn't want to be a lawyer anymore so i'm like yo where do we (laughs) go from here i just got this pre-law degree what am i doing what am i gonna do with this i want to use it
2: yeah dude that's awesome stuff man yeah you're young a lot of time uh to to get in that industry it's booming right now sports sports betting it's it's legal in indiana right
5: yes we have every book you can imagine fuck lucky that We're we're in Missouri. We're in Missouri. It's not it's not here yet. Did you guys bet on Missouri today? Oh, dude. Fuck
4: no. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with them. I, I bet them, what's yeah.
5: going on. I told you guys Missouri plus four and a half last game. Smash. That was yeah. bullshit. They and suck. They, They're, <laughs> horrible. They're horrible.
2: No, but I don't I, don't, I was just, I was telling Travis before we got on. I'm like, man, what because we, we both went to Mizzou. We graduated from Mizzou. I got two degrees from there and <laughs> I wanted Conzo to be fired two weeks ago, and now we're actually competitive. I'm like, what the fuck's going
5: on? What's I don't know. Going? I didn't know much about Missouri. I looked up – when I bet that game, I looked up some stats, and my bet was really based off of line movement and where the money was and how the deck was stacked against them, like, bet-wise. But the money – but chunks of money were on them. So, I'm like – I'm looking like they're not that bad. And they're at home. I'm like, they can, co- they can cover this and by this- where the money is. So, I said <sighs> –
4: that same team that you're talking about lost to umkc at home by like 20 at the beginning of the year. I'm not shitting, and so oh I was like, I will never, never bet on that. Yeah, game. so we're, we'll, we'll just watch them. We're not, we're not, we're not
2: betting Mizzou games, that's the number one rule. But uh, Improvement anyway, tra-
3: improvements,
2: yeah. Uh, we got some big NFL games coming up so. Huge I mean I'm pumped for this weekend. I hope it's last weekend sucked. I mean it was was not fun to watch. Um really. but anyway, before like talking about gambling, what if you had to pick one of the four games, which of the four games are you like, you know what? I'm I'm most excited to watch that one regardless of, of the gambling aspect.
5: Rams Bucks. Okay, why really? well okay, Rams Bucks because I I'm very confident that the Rams can go into Tampa and beat Tom Brady while he's lacking a ton of weapons.
4: Well, I, I saw think, you said this today. So, You're confident, or you think it can happen?
5: I, I'm pretty. I'm pretty confident that it pro- it will happen. I think that this is the year that Tom Brady just kind of gets upset, and he's gonna he's gonna go home. Uh, that's just how it is because playoff Lenny's out. Godwin's out for the season. Obviously, uh, AB strong I think off. I
2: think playoff Lenny might be back. They were trying to activate him for
5: last weekend's game. They're not gonna force him back, though. He comes back. What if he? What if something happens in the game? Gets hurt, something, and it's a fumble on the play. He gets hit so hard, something yeah. up, boom. Then they then they screw themselves over. It. Yeah, I mean that's that's a fun game. So obviously
2: we're from, actually we're from St. Louis. So we used to be Rams fans. Used nice. to be is is the key word there. Used to be. Um, so anything anything any ill will I can wish on the Rams, I'll do it. But uh, that's that that should be a fun game. Uh, th- that Rams Bucks game. You know you got. Matt Stafford going to, going against the goat possibly. So, your yeah. official bet your official bet for that game. You like Rams. You like a money line. You like a plus three.
5: What do you like them? Rams money in the line. Keep the points. Keep your points. Keep what your is points. it right Keep now?
4: It. Plus one thirty.
5: It's like it was like plus one twenty. I might have moved up to plus one thirty. If it's a short, if I it's mean, a short favorite like that. Honestly, it's definitely
4: not something that I'm like. Oh, that's not going to happen. It's something I can see happening. If if the Bucks team that shows up. Well, you know what
5: they do once every few weeks. It could easily happen. Oh, yeah. Definitely. definitely. So, but I just I feel
4: like this weekend should be a lot better than last weekend.
5: Yeah, Tom Tom weekend. Brady got he got a bye week. Come on now. You win against the Eagles. Jalen Hurts has never been in the playoffs. He's not even a good QB to begin with. Move on.
2: <laughs> Boom. You're not Jalen Hurts. You're not wrong. Yeah, you're not wrong at Jalen Hurts. Man, that was that was rough. Uh that Bucks Rams game, what I like a lot. I was looking at I know it's a little a little early for money percentages. Yeah. Um, uh, but I was looking at it, like 90-something percent of the money's on the over. And I was reading some other stats. Yeah, it's a lot of money's on that over. And I actually bet the over on the Rams cards game because, you know, they've gone over both times. But I'm, like, almost like the under in this one. Here it is. It's a really obscure stat, but bear with me. Uh, when the Bucks are playoff home favorites, so when they're home favorites in the playoffs, right? all six of their games where that's happened, it's gone under since 1997. Mm. Okay.
4: Tating uh, back to before before he I'm was just born saying. over
2: here. I'm just saying. Yeah. Wait, you're no way. He was you were born after ninety seven?
5: I was born in ninety-eight. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said he's twenty-three, that
4: math don't add up, buddy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean I, don't know. I, I could see that. I mean if I don't know, I can look at it either way, like either the scoreboard gets lit up or or Tom Brady comes out and the Bucks have to do their thing on defense.
5: Here's why I like the under. I like I said, I just think with Tom Brady missing the two instrumental weapons that he had going through the playoffs in the Super Bowl last season, he's gonna be in a world of hurt. The Rams invested too much money into that defense alone. They probably have four Pro Bowlers on that defense alone and, and Ramsey, yeah. Von Miller, uh, Aaron Donald, uh I forget the other guy's name. He's a linebacker, but huge, huge players. And um, I don't I don't see them letting Tom Brady put up over twenty points. Uh, yeah, I mean, we like, saw what
2: that pass rush did to Kyler Murray, and Kyler Murray's super, super agile and athletic. Yeah. Tom Brady's not. So, yeah. and and I know the Bucks also like dropped two O linemen last week. Both Bang two up. went yes, down. sir. Yeah. Yep. So. You might, Kyler
4: Murray's you're, second you're, job is eating
2: sacks, though. Let's get that.
4: <laughs> Let's get that shot. He loves, he loves eating sacks. He doesn't really have a choice.
2: <laughs> no, he didn't. He didn't at all. So, uh, all right. You know, I'm, I could probably vibe. I had bucks minus three as like a question mark, but uh, the Rams I could get with. Uh, a game, I'm, the, mo- the game I'm looking forward to the most, and it's not because I have a future out on the Niners to win the AFC or, win the, or mm-hmm. NFC and win the Super Bowl. Oh, I'm no. looking forward to that Niners-Packers game. The line is the five and a half is weird to me. Six now. At six. I okay. love
4: the 49ers
2: here. I do too. I do too. It's a bad matchup for the Packers. They can't stop the run for shit. You can't bet it. you can't bet against Aaron
5: Rodgers. You can't. I'm not could, saying
4: he's gonna lose, but six.
5: I can see I can see the cover because I, I seen the pack. some Packers game come down to some real nail biters this season for yeah. no reason at all. The defense just gives up pointless things. The Packers' defense isn't what people think it is. Aaron Rodgers and that offense is really, has really pushed them this far. Their defense isn't all that. I could see a lot of points being scored in that game. Yeah,
4: the, I could too. The Niners' defense is pretty solid too. I mean, if they come out and the Packers just throw it all over them, I mean, there's no chance. But if it's going to be, you know, a lower-ish scoring, closer game, I can
2: see the 49ers covering all day. Yeah, I would put an asterisk You'll know within
4: because, the first quarter though.
2: Yeah, Bosa's – if Bosa can come back, I know he's That's got that true. concussion issue. He had that concussion And Fred issue. Warner
4: went out too. Yeah. Fred Warner said he's no chance.
2: Fred Warner said he's Gucci. He was like, he even came out on Twitter. He's like, he's like, I'm good, guys. Nothing major. I'll be ready for Sunday. Or I think Saturday, whatever they play. I have
5: so. one play in the Packers Niners game. Could you guys guess what it is? Probably is it Devontae Adams. It's a prop.
4: Something on Devontae Adams.
5: Nope. Debo? Nope.
2: Is it, like, a really weird, like, like rushing prop or something like <laughs> it's that? It's not weird. No, it's
5: pretty straightforward. All right. Uh, I don't know. Tell uh, us. Forward, yes, to AJ, us AJ,
2: AJ, AJ, AJ Dillon?
5: No. AJ, so Elijah Mitchell, anytime touchdown, plus 130. I love that because, yeah. <laughs> That's I like that a lot. He's a red zone threat. He's, bro, very physical, very quick back. He's, he's going to scamper in for one. Packers, like you said, their run defense, very soft. He's going to scamper in for one.
4: Talk about an obscure prop you might want to look into. I don't know the numbers on. I haven't looked at it, but maybe like Elijah Mitchell carries. He just gets the ball a shit ton.
5: Yeah, I mean, how you can't really trust Jimmy G. Maybe, maybe Debo Samuel for a passing touchdown at this point.
4: Debo Samuel's yards, like combined the, the, rushing the combined and receiving. Yardage.
5: Yeah, all right, that man's an animal. That that's one thing that scares me about the Niners because they have Debo Samuel. I told everyone he could catch a touchdown. He can throw a touchdown. He can get a handoff and run a touchdown. That's a very dangerous guy. Yeah. So <laughs> it, ma- yeah, it made absolutely. me too nervous to bet on the spread. The Packers could squeak this out with a last second field goal and win by one or two points or some something really, really weird. The spread makes me scared.
4: All right. So there you go. You I, just convince yourself to bet on the Niners.
5: Not betting the <laughs> Niners. <but laughs> I bet <you> the <laughs> touchdown. <laughs> the touchdown.
2: I, li- I like that bet, too. I like that prop. Uh, get me running all over him. Yeah. Um, what about
5: Bengals Titans? What do you like? Bengals Titans, play? I think Joey B, like Joe Shiesty, they've blown his head up a lot. And Tannehill is about to put all of that to rest. Tannehill I've been playing great all season. When Derrick Henry went out, they had low expectations. Derrick Henry's out. Titans aren't really going to do much. Tannehill led his team into battle and got the first week by in the playoffs. You're going to see how, how, how overhyped. The Bengals have been when Tannehill comes in and beats them by two score by ten or more points.
4: Is Derrick Henry back though?
5: Derrick Henry's back. He's he's is activated. He? He's yeah, back. he's activated. <sighs> this, is
2: I I like this is a game I might lay off. This is a game I might lay off. You can't lay off any games in the playoffs. I know, <laughs> man. I know. Like this this is like a big prop game for me, probably. Uh maybe a Jamar Chase prop or something like that. I was gonna that, say Jamar Chase. Crazy.
4: That's gonna be the only thing he'll have. That's
5: it. Maybe he might bet it.
4: The Titans secondary is questionable.
5: Yeah, bet Jamar chases over in yards, but he's he probably won't score a touchdown just simply because he's not a he's not a red zone target. No, no, yeah, he, no. Just
4: bet his got, yards, but that's it.
5: Yeah, if he's catching a touchdown, it's a, it's a sixty plus yarder where yeah, he's
2: a, where he's doing all, all the work.
5: Yeah. yeah. Other than that, he's not he's not getting it within yeah. like 15, 10, 15 yards. I want the Bengals to win this game. I would love to see a Bengals Bills AFC
2: Championship game. I think that would be so much fun.
5: Um, Bengals Bills AFC championship game, yeah, yeah. You know, I would not, say it loves see it. Love, we're not
4: big on Chiefs, we like the Bills,
5: yeah. yeah. Um, go I'm ahead, guys. I'm actually with you guys. I sat there and watched the Chiefs and Bills game last season. I watched Stefan Diggs after the game. He had that, he had the look like, like it's going down next season. Josh Allen is playing like lights, out. Un- lights out. he's just lights out. Un- like, yeah. he, it's like a different animal unleashed. How can you stop him? Six, five.
1: This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors.
5: 235, 240 pounds. He can run over linemen at this point. He's running over linemen, running through linemen, running through your safeties and shit like that. I mean, stuff like that. How do you stop him? I don't know how Patrick Mahomes can't do that. He has an arm, but he's not running through anyone. No, no. So you same thing here. Bills money line is
2: your play yes. there. Keep your yeah.
5: points. Keep yeah, about two and a half points. Keep them yeah. if they lose. If they lose and they lose by two points, I you just I just deserve to lose. The two and a half betters don't even deserve to win. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I don't. Disagree. If they lose, if
4: they lose by one, I am fine with
2: that. Whatever. Yeah,
4: but yeah. they're not. If they're gonna lose, they're gonna lose by ten, or they're gonna win.
2: That's how I look like at it. I'm, I'm, I'm big on Bill's money line, too. I like that a lot. Um, over, depending on the weather in that game, I also like the over in that game a lot. 54 yeah. and a half, it's kind of high, but.
5: I think the Bills have a better defense than the Chiefs. I think that's what's going to give them the edge. Both offenses can air it out, but the Bills defense could, could really keep the Chiefs just a little bit grounded just to keep them on top. Just to survive yeah. the, like the Chiefs, I don't know what Patrick Mahomes is doing. He's just flicking this, doing that. It's the Steelers. Come on now. <laughs> yep.
2: Yeah, they, they essentially they essentially had a bye week. Like they're like they're all like the Bucks. They had a bye week last week. I think their ego might got inflated. That Bills win was impressive. I know the Pats kind of skidded going into the playoffs, but that they were a top two defense, and they just they literally the Bills played the perfect game on offense. You could not have gotten any perfect. Touch on every drive, yeah. and I think they can kind of kind of push the tempo against
5: KC. Yeah, Josh Allen was not playing any games. Like, he wanted to stomp him. He's he's even trying to score at the end, like, when he knows the game is over. He, yeah. He put his foot down.
4: The thing that just drives me insane is how nobody has figured a way to stop that little shovel pass that the Chiefs do on the goal line. Nobody. Ah. and And nobody does it but them. I don't understand it.
5: Because I'm sorry, if you have someone, if you have a cornerback or safety out there, Patrick Mahomes does not want to run that in and, and risk contact right at the goal line. He just doesn't. You just know he's, he's looking. He's looking for it. I hope they watch enough film, keep somebody underneath, play QB contained, and not try to not try to sack him with your defensive end, and then hold him right there. Because other than that, he doesn't have anywhere to go. Yeah,
2: yeah. no, I I, I don't there get it go. either. We even have a have a QB spy, you know, play, play in the middle of the field, so that way you can watch and see what he's doing. Just something different. I mean, I don't know if it's their blocking scheme they have that allows them to like get that open little open spot where he can flick it. Let's but not.
5: Let's be honest though. He did it against the Steelers. Okay, <laughs> the yeah. And that's does it
4: against. They do it against everybody. If yeah they need to score. It's in cruel. the regular
5: season. In the yeah. playoffs, we're, 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 they're picking up, you're much more aggressive in the playoffs. You you'll risk your life in the playoffs. The NFL. I,
2: I just can't stand to see another Chiefs and Chiefs in the Super Bowl again. And I think if if they. God forbid we lose our Bills money line bet. But if they get past the Bills weekend, I think they'll beat the winner of that Bengals. The winner of the Bills-Chiefs game is going to to the Super Bowl. That's – I have no doubt about it.
5: I'll give you that. It's, it's just – they're just too good, too high-powered. It's just That's just that. I don't think – because I know that the Titans will probably roll the Bengals. Well, let's just leave that there. Um, so <laughs> I, I don't think they're going to get past – I don't think they get past the Chiefs or the Bills. I would have loved to see them in the – in the AFC Championship, but obviously that can't happen due to seating. So, uh, right. yeah.
3: So you
4: got, yeah. you've got Titans, Packers, Rams. I'm just going winners, straight yeah. up winners. If you wanted to parlay the four winners, mm-hmm. little Trell's little uh, non-surgical type parlay. Uh, <laughs> you've yeah. got Titans, Packers, Rams, Bills. That's probably a good value.
5: Yeah, yeah. I did a, um, I was on this the, this parlay hot seat thing earlier for from overtime. And what I did, I gave them a parlay. It was about plus two thousand. Elijah Mitchell, anytime TD Titans minus three and a half Bills money line Rams money line. It was, I think the final odds was plus one thousand nine hundred and fifty or something like that. That's not bad at all. I actually could. I actually could vibe with that. If I don't. I'm that. not in love with. The thing that
2: scares me about the Titans minus three and a half is like you're, like you said, like you're hoping for a blowout. Hope it's not a weird game to where like they win, but like you said, by two or 27 to 24 and you lose on that half point. But if you're confident that the Titans are going to roll them with Derek Henry coming back, do you have any any concerns about Henry coming back and not seeing the field since, what was it, October?
5: No, Ty- Henry wasn't instrumental in their playoff run to begin with. He only played a few games at the beginning of the season. Um, and what I think about that three and a half is a, is a- Is a key number for me. I'm not sure if it's a technical key number in the betting world, but typically a three and a half point favorite typically covers. It's the two and a half you want to really be scared about. Three and a half point favorites, just like the Rams. Three and a half point favorites. Oh, we're buying the hook. We're buying the hook. No, the point fives, like if you're three and a half, seven and a half, there's no need to buy the hook. Even Georgia, minus seven and a half. Yeah, there was no need to buy the hook against Michigan. It was a blowout. The the seven and a half to three and a half. You think it's a field goal and a touchdown? Those are the teams that normally cover with these. Yeah, enough. yeah. Yeah. To
4: put uh, your to put your four team parlay in perspective, it's plus eight seventy five right now.
5: Now it is. It yeah. was. Plus, it was plus that earlier. It was plus like over nineteen hundred earlier. Uh, no, no no, no,
4: no, no. Just your just your four. Oh, just the four winners.
5: Wins. Yeah. Oh, just the four money line winners. Oh, okay. I just think I just can't I I just can't take away from Elijah Mitchell touchdown. It's just so it's, so <laughs> it's, it's just like so it's crazy. like
2: it's like there. You're like I need it. I need an Elijah Mitchell
5: touchdown. Any other props like big props you like this weekend? Uh, I haven't looked at any other props. That one just really jumped out to me because like I was looking at Elijah Mitchell touchdown last game. It was minus one fifteen. I did not pull the trigger, and I am so upset when he went in for the touchdown. I'm like, oh no! And then I lost to parlay because you remember remember when they uh. Said that uh Sony Michelle was in and then they overturned the call and then Stafford snuck oh. it in. Yeah. Oh, Had a plus no. seven hundred parlay, Rams minus three and a half, OBJ touchdown, Sony Michelle touchdown, and that ruined it.
2: No. Oh my God. That's awful. That, that is awful. awful.
4: <laughs> but yeah, I mean he he's his volumes there last week, 27 carries, mm-hmm. 96 yards and a touchdown. Like he's getting the
2: ball. Definitely. So are you sure that playoff when he's not playing? Because they got him as the second highest favorite for any time touchdown
5: score in the Rams. I think he's game. probably going to be a game time decision. They probably said that he's going to play, but I think by game time, they'll make him a game time decision. If he does play, he's not going to see he's not going to see the field as nearly as many times as he has. Yeah. Probably just, not I'm... as many
4: times he has, but they have nobody to run the ball. Their running backs are depleted outside of him. Like Ronald Jones sucks. And Who is it, Ronald sucks. Jones is
5: out. Ronald Jones is out too. Keyshawn Vaughn. Yeah. Keyshawn Vaughn. Did they not pick up Le'Veon Bell? They did, but they they don't play him, bro. As soon as he did that stuff with the Steelers, he hasn't been any no one no, since. Horrible. Le'Veon Bell's
2: gonna be boxing one of the Paul brothers within the next six months. I, I can almost guarantee that. That <laughs> thing is I don't even feel bad for
5: the guy. Like you should, no, you know, I don't. Like know. They were offering. I saw
4: something the other day. It was like top worst players of the decade, and it's Le'Veon Bell after his little lockout that he did by himself. And mm-hmm. I mean, he's okay. horrible. Yeah, um so we got your nfl bets knowing and kind of shoot the shit a little bit more um is nfl your favorite sport to bet on like what's your what's your uh,
5: prime college basketball the sheer the sheer volume mm-hmm. and the 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 line movement like you can literally regame with the line movement i ha- i never watched a mizzou game before and i bet them plus four and a half just off Lines and reading stats, and they covered, <laughs>
4: well, barely. They should have not covered. Did you see the end of that game?
5: Yeah, but that—that's where it comes in. They at. should not know. have. Co- if that
4: dude, <laughs> if that dude could make his free throws, at the end of the game, they don't cover. Yep. Your line movement does not take it. did not. His free what, what
5: about what about what about when I what? Okay, if that didn't work, how 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 do you feel about when I bet K State over Texas Tech? With line that was clutch.
2: That, like, was clutch. that was
5: clutch. That had a ton of reverse line movement in it. I, I've watched Texas Tech games. i would never watched Kansas State play a game. All I know is they had a horrible record, but they were close games. So I'm like, they can definitely cover five and a half. And people are like, Texas Tech, best team in the country. Their best players coming back. Shannon's coming back. I'm like, okay, Kansas State still going to cover. I'm, I'm going based on this line movement. Boom. That was a max bet for me just because of how much reverse line movement was in it.
2: So for like, because uh, all, all of our a lot of people listen to our show, like they know a little bit about gambling. They don't know much about the line movement. Like, explain a little bit what you look for when you're looking. Like, we're talking about line movement, what that kind of means, and exactly kind of what you're looking for.
5: Is it like the day of, an hour before, like, kind of just explain explain your process a little bit if you don't mind. So, so really, what I'm looking at is pretty much the day of. You can't really track it a few days before because all of the money hasn't come in. I'm I'm trying to look. I typically try to look a few hours before the game because I was going to say it can't even
4: really be hours. morning of. Huh? A lot comes in. I was going to say, it can't even really be morning of. It's got to be like hours yeah. leading up to the game.
5: And so I try to do a few hours before just so I can get it out to the people that really want to see it. And they in the video or the tweet needs time to kind of circulate. So I just take it from there. What I look at is the bet percentage and the money percentage. Typically, if you have most of the bet percentage on one side and then low on the other side, but the money percentage is higher on the other side and the money percentage is lower on the other side, but that has more bets on it, that's that, that's typically kind of signaling that the, the the guys with the deep pockets are on the other side, and those are those are the people you want to bet with because those are people that are profitable. They know what they're doing, and they've been doing it for a long time. So when you see that huge discrepancy, you you pretty much know what side to go to. And that was and that was clear in the K State game. You see all the betters, all the public betters, us. You know what I'm saying? We're yeah. T a wagon. They're gonna blow them out. Blah blah blah. blah. 90% of bets thrown on TTU. But then you look at, we're, we're, they're not talking $50, $100 bets. You've got the guys that are betting thousands upon thousands. They threw it on K-State. And then they're showing that because it's public record. Obviously, you don't know who threw it, but they're showing that. And then you're like, jeez, why is all the money on them? But then the line, all the, all the bets are on TTU, but the line is going down back in Kansas State favor. So I'm like, that's who you throw your money on. You throw it on Kansas State. You bet with the big guys. You don't bet with like the public. The public's going to lose most of the time. Yeah. Yeah.
4: I mean, so there's I mean, there's obviously days too in games where the sharps lose, but oh one hundred percent. There's sharps for a reason and you know, they do it for a living. They're not gonna lose money for a living. And a lot of times too, for people who don't know, sharps will put a little bit of money on the opposite of what they're gonna bet to drive yep. that line mm-hmm. and then they'll hammer the other side.
5: Exactly. That's why I like to see that's that's why that's why I like to see like the reverse line movement come in. Like it's very important. It's just-
4: it's so tough to bet on a shitty, shitty, shitty team in that <laughs> situation. It's just so, it's so hard.
5: Whoa. Like ev- ev-
2: everything in your body tells you not to like, tells you not to do it, but the numbers don't lie. Yeah. Even look at this Florida
5: State Duke game right now. Florida State is an absolutely awful team. They're up 27, 26, holding Duke down right now in the first half. Are, like, are we serious? What was, like, the, what, was, what was the spread on that? It was, it was only five.
4: Yeah. Duke five. But, Come, like, yeah, like I why mean, is it
5: five? Like when you and then when you see sketchy lines, you know what Vegas is thinking. Why, like, why is a team that's unranked versus a team that's ranked only why are they favored over them? Things things of that nature. That's where you know where to put your money at. Yeah, this is a shitty team, but why you have to think, why are they favored? They're so bad. These guys are ranked. They yeah.
4: Should yeah. I would say 80% of the time, uh, maybe even a little bit higher, 85% of the time. If the line's too good to be true, it's probably because it
2: is. It is, yep. yeah, definitely. It yeah, is. we we what what did we get full on the other day? What was it, Travis? We we, we, we took the don't bait talk on about
4: it. it. We not We don't want to talk about it in front of him because he's on
2: the. No, oh, it what, was what last was night.
4: It? it was Elon. <laughs> it's that bullshit Elon game.
2: Yeah, that was that was that was goofy. That, yeah, it, it was. was uh, yeah,
4: and then it was, and then the t- the one before that was Monmouth at Saint Peter's.
2: Yep.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I told you it was all and about it's just
4: games. It's just games where teams are so bad, like four win, three win teams. I'm not going to bet them against a team, you know, f- with four points against a 10 win team. It's just so hard.
5: St. Peter's. I, I didn't, I couldn't have guessed Elon, like crabs had that, but I was looking through it, but St. Peter's was a definite bet. That game there was, there was clear, very clear reverse line movement as, as to why, as to why crabs took it and Lauren took it. There was just clear reverse line movement there. So I got the pick 100%. I'm like, yeah, okay. Then,
4: it's of course, too. that was my highest unit play last night was that Elon play or oh, Krabs hit it. And then he losses every other play that night. Yeah. And I was like, of course, the one I bet against. <laughs> the one I bet against he hits. Yeah. But uh, I mean, it's it's tough. It's a tough world. Those of you who are looking to get into it, don't yeah. think that it's- you can make money.
5: It can be fun. Uh, really, what I try to tell people to do, like, if you, you know what I'm saying, if you're not, like, a high ticket better, if you're not looking through their stuff every day, if you're not up late at night researching, things like that, you want to have fun. You want to have some action. You want to watch these games for fun. You know what I'm saying? Like, make it like entertainment. Make it like going to the movies, spending a $10 ticket at the movies. You're betting $10 on this game, so you have access, or you're watching it. You want this team to do so well just because you have a stake in the game. You feel like you're really, like, invested. You're not just watching this game just, just for shits and giggles.
4: Yeah, hey, we don't u- we don't unit shame around here. Right.
5: So, yeah. like, bet really what you that. want to bet. I've been a I've been a five I've been a five dollar unit better and I've been a hundred dollar unit better. I've been everywhere in between that. So I'm just like, you know what I'm saying? Bet what you want to bet. Absolutely,
2: exactly dude. Absolutely.
5: Well, what do you uh trial? We won't keep you
2: longer. Get you back to watching your basketball for tonight. Uh sweat, sweat your late night games. We appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, again, go follow him on Twitter at Trell J sports. Do you uh, do you do like Bet Stamp or Action Network or anything like that? How do you how do you guys know about Bet Stamp? Bet Stamp. I follow a couple betters uh, that that use Bet Stamp. Uh, this guy based out of Florida. I think his name's Bando Bets. He uses he uses Bet Stamp.
5: Yeah. No. Uh, I just was. I was just in an ambassador call with them at at like two hours ago. They really? It's be, like being an ambassador for for Bet Stamps. Like you know what I'm saying? Uh, kind of bring the following on there and whatever the case may be, all that good stuff. And it's kind of weird yeah. that you just brought it up because I was just <laughs> on a call with him a few hours ago. That's yeah. Why. Well,
2: next time we're talking with them, just, just drop, drop the two Trump brothers name be like, Hey, they mentioned you on, on the, on the last podcast. I, I,
5: I got you. Um, But yeah, um, I'm just TikTok, Twitter, uh, Instagram. That's pretty much where I'm at. And when I start there, I would just be tracking my action there. So like when I start there, you'll find me at trail J sports, probably in like a week or so, maybe, maybe a few days. Okay. Awesome, right. dude. We'll check them out.
2: Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. Appreciate it, buddy, and uh, best of luck. And we'll, we'll be chatting and engaging with you on social media in the future. Sounds
5: good, guys. It's been a
2: pleasure. All right. Yeah. Peace out,
3: buddy. Peace. <laughs>
2: All right. Again, shout out to Trell Jones for coming on the podcast. Again, you can find him at Trell J Sports on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram. Big gambler. He takes a little bit of an analytical approach. We always don't do that. Maybe we should sometimes, but you
4: know. Hey, you we to- do sometimes, but there's only sometimes. There's got to be sometimes you bet with your heart.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. That, that, that's that, that's fun. the fun. That's fun in it. So, NFL divisional weekend. We'll have our full official card, props, and everything. We've been really heavy on props and playoffs. We did it last year. We, we made a run on it. We're we'll do it again this year. So, we'll have spreads, totals, props, money lines, underdogs, all that shit on the Patreon. Sub to it, and you get daily college basketball plays as well, and UFC and golf picks coming up here in the future. Uh, with that being said, we do have a UFC card this weekend. Not the best card, like I like I teased on the intro. Uh, but as ufc 270 uh, you got francis Nganu defending his heavyweight title against cyril gain and then also on the co-main event get the flyweight
0: title belt
5: Join now, and you'll see why 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All access membership separate. Offer ends January 8th, 2023. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Tret Basics. See additional terms at onepeloton.com.
2: Number, this is their third fight between these two dudes. Brandon Moreno, the current champion, who took it away from the, from the challenger last fight, Devis and Um, Both of them should be good fights. Outside of that, really not a ton to talk about. Unless you think there's a a fight on this card, Travis, that's outside the two big ones where you can see kind of a, a betting advantage there.
4: I th- I think I can. Uh and before we dive into all of it, I think it's funny that they raise uh pay-per-view prices and like this is the first card you get.
2: Yeah, it's it's not a not a <laughs> great like I remember the last two sixty nine, like I was looking at two seventy, I'm like, Oh, that's gonna be a sneaky good card. They've had like two fights drop out. One of them was it was gonna be um greg hardy versus somebody who's gonna oh it was gonna be greg hardy and alexi o- olenek and alexi olenek was gonna whoop his ass it would be hilarious um
4: the old man he's gonna put him in a freaking uh anaconda <laughs> choke yeah <laughs> that's what he does damn it
2: yeah so we lost that fight and lost another one so now you got some but greg
4: fans. hardy's still fighting
2: no he's not he got bumped to 272
4: uh yep. they have him on here fighting someone
2: on best fight odds or what no, on on ESPN. Google it. He got moved. To, he got moved to two seventy two. I just like four days ago. He got moved to two seventy two. Uh, are you sure they didn't find someone for it? He is not on the official UFC website. There's actually only four fights on the main card on the UFC official website.
4: Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's fighting Sergey Spivak on Saturday.
2: No, that's the one that got bumped to set two seventy two. He broke his finger like four days ago, and while he's training.
4: after gruesome finger injury.
2: Yep. Interesting. Uh is
3: the
4: is Saeid Nur- Nurmagomedov still fighting?
2: He is. He is on the undercard. Saeed Nur- Nurmagomedov obviously actually he's on the early prelims. Uh I, think. I know this isn't a ton no, of No, he's not. Games. No he's no he's not. No he's not. He's the first fight on the main card fighting Cody Stamann. Yeah. Uh
4: again, we're going into one of those things where it's like do you want to take a bet that loses or you want to take a bet with less odds that you win some money on? Like I said, Bill's last week. Cool, they crushed him. I took Bill's money on. I was totally fine with that one at the time. This one, Saeed Nurmagomedov is minus 190 versus Cody Stalman. Cody Stalman's no chump, but you're fighting against the Nurmagomedov family who wrestle bears for a living. So <laughs> That's who I'm going to take. I think yeah, that's Sa- decent value for Nurmagomedov.
2: Yeah, Saeed Mer- Nur- Nur- Nurmagomedov, I mean, his stats are just crazy. He even lands a lot more strikes than what Khabib did. He's not really a takedown g- a grappling guy like Khabib was, but I don't hate that at all. Cody Stalman is a beast himself, but again, like you said, it's, it's a, Nur- a Nurmagomedov. Um, one that I like on the prelims is another like higher favorite. It's actually in the early prelims. It is Matt Frivola, the steamroller Frivola. The steamroller. Yeah. He is a minus minus one ninety fighting Gennaro Valdez. I like Steamroller a lot. I think he's a good guy, fun to watch. He's minus one ninety. I like him too. Um another one is uh Trevor Valdez Geild. Valdez
4: first UFC fight. Uh coming uh, from uh Dana White's contender series. He is undefeated, but we'll see how he gets tested. Because I feel like that's a tough opponent for your first UFC fight.
2: That is tough. Like that's not you're not you're not fighting no slouch there. Um Another one on the early card I like a lot is uh, Trevon Giles. He's a dog against Michael Morales. I love me some Trevon Giles.
4: Another guy who's undefeated. Did he come from Dana White Contender Series? I don't
2: know.
4: He sure did. Same yep. same season, same week uh, of Dana White Contender Series as the other guy. So his first UFC fight as well.
2: Fighting Tre- Trevon Trev- Giles.
4: Another guy you probably don't want to fight as your first fight.
2: Yeah. So uh, there you go. You can take the... Uh, the Tando, Dana White Contender Series guys in their first UC fight getting tough tests. Bet against them. Uh, Matt Frivola and Trevin Giles. Matt, Frivola, Matt Frivola's minus 190. Trevin Giles, the underdog, plus 110. I don't know how you do that against a seasoned vet like that, but that's what I like on the, on the earlier cards. Until then, the main card, Travis, like, Saeed, Nur- Medoff Do you like anything else out, outside of that?
4: Not really that I'm looking at, no. All right, let's anything. get
2: let's get into the meat and potatoes, the co main and the main event. We'll kick it off with the co main. Uh Brandon Moreno, the champion of the flyweight division, just won the belt over Devis and Figueroa, the challenger, the plus one fifty five uh underdog. I don't know how to lean this way. I really don't. I almost I almost want to do the under. Cause I don't think this is this is gonna go go the distance. But what's the
4: under? Because it's a five round
2: fight. Well, on best fight odds, you can bet any of the unders. But if it's under four and a half, it's minus 150.
4: Oh, that's a lock. Mm-hmm. These guys not these guys, are insane.
2: Yeah. Minus 150. I mean, Figuretto's fights.
4: Sorry. Figuretto's fights. Uh, he's finished a fight or got finished 18 times. He's had 23 fights. Jesus. That's insane. And then Brandon Moreno, he has finished a fight 14 times and he's had 26 fights. So a little over half still. And Figurettos is way over half. So yeah, that I that's insane.
2: I see this fight playing out two ways. Figure is gonna come out looking for looking for his head and either get Brandon Moreno early. Or he's gonna come out looking for a set, make a mistake, and Brandon Brandon Moreno's gonna get him. That's why I don't like leaning aside. I'm gonna roll this under under four and a half at minus one fifty.
4: Yeah, and it, if I were to lean aside, like it sucks so bad because I know we took of both in the last two. The first one was a draw, and the second yeah. one he lost. Uh, so the draw but,
2: when you bet it when you bet it and it's a draw in UFC is technically a push, and you get your money back. Yeah. But, so but we're, ba- we we're basically we're basically oh one and one in these fights, and we're betting.
4: Yeah, and it just like figuretto because we the fight we saw before he fought Brandon Moreno, he's an animal. I mean, he had what all those title fights in a row, submitted them, knocked them all out, destroyed Joseph Benavidez, who was a very good fighter at the yeah. time. And then now he's getting beat by Brandon Moreno. Does do you think he goes three fights and doesn't beat
2: him though? That's true. Like, you think you like because he really didn't beat him the first time. It was, it was a majority draw, and so he really has to beat him. So he's technically he's 0-1-1 against Brandon Moreno. Moreno's 1-0-1. That's that is interesting. I, I, it, when I first saw this, I was like, I got a lean Figueiredo, like, I got a lean Figueiredo here at the plus 155 when a guy who. Was the champion? And Morano just got the belt. I like the under four and a half, but if you're making me pick a side, I would definitely bet figure it a plus one fifty five. As a as this as is
4: a this is John Jones and DC like writing on the wall kind of yeah. Tito the T-
2: with them. Tito or well, except Tito Ortiz never beat Chuck Liddell, but yeah, <laughs> they fought three times. <laughs> and and-,
4: and uh, DC never really beat John Jones.
2: No. He did. So this is uh you know you know what this is like this is actually like Stipe Stipe DC and DC. Yeah. Yep. And DC, so, DC we'll got see. DC got him the first time and after that it was all it was all Stipe.
4: I hope so, Fingeretto wins.
2: Uh he's a really explosive fighter Brandon Moreno. I mean, yes, he is good, but there's sometimes
4: where he can just kind of roll you on the ground. cuz that's what he does. He's a
2: wrestler. But okay. I would bet
4: Figueiredo, but we're gonna take the under as our official play.
2: Official play there. And then the 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 main event, this really surprised me. When I looked at today. I haven't looked at it until until then. It is a five round five, fight. No, five Travis, unit. Travis give me the five unit, a five unit dog here, guys. Can you guys believe that the champion Francis Ngannou, is the underdog against Cyril Gain? A Cyril he was Gain. Plus one oh
4: five last week. He's plus one thirty right now.
2: Yeah, I might, I might lock this in after the podcast. But, oh, it's not going to go anywhere. But a serial game that Travis and I watched while we were in Fort Lauderdale about a year ago, about a year ago actually, pretty damn close, almost to the weekend, a couple weeks off, and he looked like an ass. Who did he fight that weekend? It was terrible. strike. And he lost into right? a decision. He
4: won and a decision, but it was so boring.
2: Why is he the underdog? I don't get this here. Because do they think that he Ciro knocked Gane out is... Derek Lewis? I don't know. Derek Lewis gets knocked out all the time. Derek, I mean, look hey, at they're talking Lewis. about
4: Francis Ngannou who knocked out Stipe.
2: So I'm saying, like, if they really think that Cyril Gain is going to like out maneuver Ngannou and Stipe didn't, like, Stipe already beat Ngannou by decision. Like that was years ago, though. This is a, this is a new Ngannou. Like this is not the same Ngannou from three years ago. This guy is an absolute fucking tank. Built like a brick shit house. No way he's losing like, this fight. By just
4: looking at their last their last five fights apiece. Uh Cyril gained uh three decisions. One was three round, two were five round decisions. That's gotta be a pretty damn boring fight. And then two knockouts, one in the second, one in the third.
2: Who do you knock out the outside? He, Derek Lewis. He'll outside Derek
4: out. Lewis. Uh, he knocked out uh junior dos santos he was like Everyone 95 has. years old yeah <laughs> um and then francis and ganu last five fights five knockouts four in the first round one in the second yeah dude I mean, curtis blades true. velasquez dos santos knocked out roisen rosen in 20 seconds and Cyril gain just took him to a decision in five rounds
2: yeah unless Cyril gain has this like one game plan that's I know Cyril Gain has the exact like body build type, like structure that Ngannou does, he's just less cut. So, like, if there's a guy, if there's a big body that's going to push Ngannou around, I guess it's going to be Cyril Gain. I just don't see it happening. I cannot, but how
4: Francis Nganu weighs 20 more pounds and he has two inches more reach on him.
2: I don't know. Sipe did it. The very if go back and watch the Stipe and Ganu one fight. Stipe, Stipe also played... has
4: much more power than Cyril Gain, though, I
2: think. Yeah, he does. No, he does. He like when he who he sleep. He slept D.C. that one time. Just absolutely slept. So there. you're going to be oh. afraid
4: of him. You're going to kind of retreat. I don't think you can. You're not
2: going to make to kind of retreat in this fight. There's no way. You're gonna ca- are, they're
4: going to. He's going to have to catch him with the counter and clip him. It's going to be a one punch knockout. That's the only way he's going to win.
2: That's it. Do you think? Do you think this is Sharps moving move this line? Because I don't see anybody in the public that's going to bet on c- c- zero gain.
4: Like, and we just got done talking about it with Trail Trap lines. Too good to be true lines. And the UFC, it's tough. That is, I mean, these this is the whole guy's livelihood and well being rides on these fights because they make more money if they win. Yeah, obviously. Uh, so you're obviously not going to throw a fight, and it's going to be very tough to throw a fight and rig the UFC. No one's going to want to go out there and get their shit freaking kicked in. Yeah. Um, especially if, with the title on the line. But this line's almost like too good to be true. I saw this weeks ago. Whenever it opened up and he was like plus one hundred five, I was like, "Oh my god!" And now he's plus one hundred thirty. <laughs> I don't know. It's crazy to me. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put my the most I can on it.
2: Yeah, I, it. I told Travis. I said I said this might be this might be a, a hundo bet for me. I mean, this is like I don't get it. I I gotta do it. I like like there's a lot of heavyweight fighters I like. I didn't like when Nganu beats Stipe. I bet on Stipe to beat Nganu. Yeah, same. and Stipe was the dog in that fight, and he was a champion. And it's funny because, really... like, I'm
4: not, I'm not an Nganu fan.
2: Like, I, I don't not
4: like him, but I'm not like, oh
2: my god, Francis Ngannou. Yeah, no, I mean either. Like, I do I do I hate that he's champion. No, I mean, would I like to see someone else be champion? I don't care. I don't want to be Cyril Gain. I'd like Nganu to win and keep it. So
4: it just comes down to the fact that, like, I've seen Cyril fight, I've seen Francis fight, and I think Francis is the better fighter you know, 10 times out of 10. I think so. And if he loses, I'm fine with that. I'm getting him at plus odds. I'm fine with him losing. I'm not going to be fine about losing $100, but <laughs> I'll be fine with the odds that he's at. That it's like, okay,
2: that's worth Yeah, That's like such you value. Didn't, you didn't lose him at minus 175. You lost him right. at, at plus money, which I, I get that. So. You heard it here first guys locked that in. Francis Ganu plus odds. The under of the uh, Figueroa Moreno fight at -150. Couple other prelim. This is a UFC raised raised their like Travis said, UFC raised their pay-per-view costs. I'm a I'm a guy like I hate streaming. I hate trying to find a fucking crack stream or whatever the fuck it is. I usually buy every single fight. I don't know if I'm going to buy this one. I they raised the price on me and this is this is the first card you put out. Fuck out of here. So now it's like, it's like uh Francis Gonnie would have to win to even make a little bit of profit, <laughs> right? So, but now UFC 271 is Adesanya Whitaker, too. That's a must have on my list, and UFC 272 became probably my favorite card of the year early because it's um Kobe Covington and uh Jorge Mazadal also. Th- uh, thug nasty Bryce Mitchell is fighting fucking Edson Barbosa on that card. Really? Finally, he gets someone worthwhile.
4: Yeah. Yeah, Kobe Covington, Street Judas. Yeah. Or he's been calling them.
2: They used to be best guys. If you haven't watched, the, like, this is going to be a bad beef fight. They used to be best buds. I don't know if they're playing it up for the cameras or what, or if they really don't like each other. Because they I both can't. fought
4: out of Fort Lauderdale, Miami area.
2: They fought they're both a part of American Top Team. Tyron Woodley was there. It was Tyron Woodley, Jorge Mazadol, and Kobe Covington were all buddies at American Top Team. These these I
4: will say, as much as I love UFC, and I love some of these fighters. They're such divas, man, when it comes to going to new teams and switching things up. They they hate people so fast and and somebody that you train with and are buddies with and spar with for years and years, like they turn on them. They're so quick to turn on them. You Co- see it Co- all the time, Cody
2: Garbrandt, TJ, TJ Dillashaw.
4: You see it all the time. I mean, it, all these guys. And uh, who was it? Not really that they turned on, but uh, in that last title fight, fuck, they're both Brazilians. Um,
2: title fight.
4: I can't think of it off the top of my
2: head. Was it? Was it UFC two sixty nine?
4: It wasn't. It wasn't like the last one. But there was a title fight last year. Uh, Gilbert Burns and who's the who's the guy in that division that's holding the belt right now?
2: It's fucking Usman. Was it Usman? Yeah. Gilbert Burns, but they, they they were actually buddies though.
4: Yeah, and they used to spar together, and it's like then you got yeah, each they
2: they didn't have bad blood. They they respect each other, but the bad blood shit is like hilarious to me though. And when you just switch it, go to a different team and. Uh, I don't, I guy.
4: don't, I don't think Colby and Jorge like hate each other. They definitely, they're both guys to talk it up for the camera. Uh, oh yeah, they both. And are. I don't think they hate each other, but Col I don't
2: think Colby can afford to lose. I don't think so either. I don't, he, Colby, Jorge Masal has looked like poop. Yeah, that'll be a fun one. That that's in a couple months, so. That's going to do it for episode 149. Appreciate you guys listening. As always, subscribe, listen, like wherever you're listening to us. Head up the Patreon. Get our full NFL card this weekend. All the props, all the college basketball plays, all of our UFC plays. If we add more, we might like more. Golf, shit show like that's coming up. So uh, check it out there. Until next week, we'll see you guys then. Peace.
0: you